Welcome, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Dirty OIDP Underdogs. As always, as true underdogs, we are doing our best to give you the most value, sniffing out all that profit from the sports books here. Of course, as always, Sebastian Furon, aka the Football Doc, here, joined by my co host, the IDP Godfather, the IDP Tipster, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. And then together, we are the Dirty O and IDP Underdogs. All right, folks, if you're new to the show, it is not like your grandma's prop show. We are not out here giving minus 140s, minus 110s, and calling that winners. No, we are giving out plus money props, and the bets only get higher in odds as we go out throughout the show. We're going to be doing five offensive, which I will be handling, and then Gary will be taking us on a ride for our five defensive props, and then we'll join forces at the end for a juicy, juicy underdog parlay here folks we've got tons of actions coming off a wacky week 18 we are in the playoffs yes the playoffs the nfl playoffs are finally here and we've got tons of value that we love this week before we get in and give you all that value we're going to tell you about who we're sponsored by that's right of course we're brought to you by our good friends over at trophy smack Trophy Smack is everything you need to bring your fantasy league to the next level. Those fantasy championships were just wrapped up. So, hey, maybe you forgot to get a trophy this year. There is still time. They've got championship trophies, rings, wall art. And, hey, if you really, you know, we couldn't decide on the last place thing, why don't we go ahead and get them a gift over at trophysmack.com. They have last place gifts for for those finishers. Anything you want to use to embarrass your buddies who just didn't have it this season. So anything you could possibly want over at trophysmack.com. And not only are we just sponsored by them, but we also have a little bit of a partnership where you can get using code IDPGUYS at checkout. You'll get a free championship ring with a purchase of a belt. So that is trophysmack.com and the promo code is IDPGUYS, all one word. And that's going to go ahead and get you a free championship ring with a purchase of a belt. All right, folks. Now we're going to get into... Making you some money. Our favorite part of the week. So, Gary, what do you got for the people for your first defensive bet there? Let's start out with the Texans linebacker Blake Cashman. Over four and a half solo tackles at plus 105 versus the Browns. All right. All season long, Browns have actually been like around fifth, sixth, seventh for most of the year and allowing production to the inside linebackers to begin with. All right. Uh, Cashman, uh, believe it or not, before he got hurt around week 14, man, he was killing it for Houston. He's got an elite light grade when you look at uh, certain sites. He, he He's well-rounded and the best linebacker by far on this roster. Um, when he got hurt, he missed a couple of games. He's kind of been weaned back in, which you can see just by reading the snap counts that Denzel Perriman, after being suspended, came back and played into the roles uh, rotation for a while. He did take over at the time uh, uh, for Cashman while he was out, but he just was down to 36% of the snaps with uh, what was really Cashman's second game back, and he was up to like a 77% of it. So I completely expect him in this situation to turn around and uh, see probably closer to 80, 85% like he had been prior to his injury in week 14. Um, Let's see. It's a perfect bounce back game. I believe they just played not long ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Right. And that's impairment himself, which didn't come back the same, I don't think. He had uh, six solos and one combined or five solos and one combined, which covered a 4.5 there. He's not elite. So I have no problem thinking that he's going to have a bounce back game and uh, Blake Cashman is going to have at least five solo tackles this contest. And I think the Browns are going to have to try to control the ball and keep it out of Stroud's hands. 
Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, starting off with the Nikes Texans linebacker Blake Cashman over four and a half solo tackles at a nice plus 105 to kick us off. All right, heading over to the Dirty O offensive side of the ball. I'm going to be handling that. So we're going to start with, we're going to stick in that same game. I'm going to go on the other side of the ball there. I'm going to go with Cleveland Browns running back Kareem Hunt. Anytime touchdown at a plus 155 at the Texans there. So it's a situation like you just talked about. They played about three or four weeks ago. Hunt scored a touchdown in that game. In fact, he scored a touchdown in the last three out of the four games that he has played. A uh, couple things here. One, I personally like the Browns in this matchup. I think that the Browns are going to have their way uh, on offense. Uh, you know, they put up uh, over 30 points when they played this team just a couple weeks ago. And really the biggest thing for me is that entire Texans starting defensive line is questionable with most only having a limited practice today on Friday. So I think this is a really, or excuse me, Thursday. They have one limited practice on Thursday. They're all going in questionable. I think there's a really good opportunity for the Browns are going to, I think, put up a good amount of points. I think Hunt, they love using him around the red zone. He has a touchdown in the last three out of 48 plays. I am even getting crazy, and I will probably sprinkle on his two touchdowns at 10 to 1. So give me Kareem Hunt to score a touchdown at plus 155. All right, Gary, what do we have next? Let's go with the Chiefs' Trent McDuffie. Over one and a half assisted tackles at plus 120 versus the Dolphins, right? Last five weeks, Miami's been sitting top 10 with the corner uh, in corner production and in the top 12 in safety production. Uh, we have McDuffie. He sits there and he's a full-time player. He plays in the slot. And he has multiple games this season where he has three or more assists. Neither defense is going to be able to shut down each other, I do not believe. Uh, we, we've got Miami that's kind of, you know, beat up. They don't have their edge rushers like they had. So uh, when it comes to the Kansas City side of the ball, it's really going to be up to them to stop Miami to be able to give Kansas City what they need. If not, there's going to be plenty of production here, I believe, for uh, Chiefs Trent McDuffie at over one and a half assisted tackles at plus 120. No, I like that. I was, I was just reading. It looks like it might be the coldest game in NFL history there up in Kansas City. It's supposed to be a negative 30 wind chill. I do think both running games are going to get going there in a sense. So I like uh, cornerback Trent McDuckie sticking his head in there on a couple tackles, whether it's A-chain or Mostert. So I like that play there, Gary. All right. So, and let's not forget, plus 154 for a defensive prop for those of us who aren't familiar with taking advantage of the defense there, the sports books, that is a juicy play. So let's go ahead and give Gary some credit. That is only a second play, which means the odds are either the same or higher on his last three. All right. So back on the offensive side of the ball, we are talking about Cowboys wide receiver CD land for 120 plus receiving yards at a nice plus 175. Now I know what you're thinking. 120 yards is a lot of yards and to only be getting plus 175. It's because this man, CeeDee Lamb, has been out of this world with his production. He's coming off a game against the Lions a couple weeks, Lions a couple weeks ago where he had 200-plus receiving yards. Dak absolutely loves him. And even better news, cornerback for the Packers, Zaire Alexander, rolled his ankle in practice on Wednesday. He did not practice Thursday. Now, I don't know if he's not if he's going to be out there or not, but he's definitely going to be a little bit banged up. That ankle's not going to be 100% with just a few days. So I love the situation where we could potentially have Keyshawn Nixon or Corey Valentine trying to cover one of the best wide receivers in the game. Give me C.D. Lamb, 120-plus receiving yards at plus 175. I think he's going to go absolutely off against the Packers. Cowboys are a different animal at home. Still don't love the Cowboys as a team. Screw Dallas, but I will take the money there. <laughs> Give me C.D. Lamb. 
All right, what do we got for prop number three on the defense here? Well, let me go ahead and double up like I do a lot when I see the numbers and I can't help myself. I, I really told myself coming into this week <laughs> that I was not going to use players on the same team and exactly in the same position. But when it's sitting here like this, I have no choice. I'm going to go with Packers. like you're cashing, Gary. Don't apologize right. to people. Money's money, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and the numbers are there. Uh, the Packers, Preston Brown, over a quarter of a stack at plus 154. And I also want to mention – Thanks for uh, repeating that uh, spread on McDuffie because I was looking at my old notes and that changed from plus 120 to like that 154 to match Preston Brown's here right away. So I, I miss I, I misquoted reading the wrong notes, but I'm reading the right ones now. Yeah, Packers Preston, oh yeah, cool. Or the up to date ones. Packers Preston Brown uh, over a quarter of a sack at 154 plus 154 at Dallas. At the same time, I'm going to go with Packers, uh, Rashawn Gary, over a quarter of a sack at plus 165 at Dallas. All right, now I understand that Dallas has a, a higher grade or higher ranked offensive line, and I also know that they've been coming off of injury and they're getting healthy at the right time. But I also want to point out that Preston Brown has had an exceptional year. He's a well above par graded guy. Um, Rashawn Gary is actually in the Lee area and he just, if don't quote me, but I believe he actually just hit his highest amount of, uh, snaps per game, just last game, because they've kind of been kept keeping him in a rotation with Van Ness, keeping him kind of on the shelf, considering the, the, the situation. And now they're ready to unleash him when it comes to this playoff game. Now I know Dallas is, Pretty decent at, you know, not allowing a huge amount of production. But if you look at Dak Prescott with 39 sacks on the season, it's dotted all through there. And we're talking multiple games where he sacked three, even five times. Yeah. It, it, it's still there. It's Dak Prescott. I I don't know how many times in the last few years have we seen Dak Prescott in Dallas just fold yeah. in the playoffs. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's at home or not. If my if my bro from the IDP Pro Players by Johnny the Greek would be sitting here telling you, this is a good bet. <laughs> there you go, baby. I love it. I got Gary snuck in two there. So he's got Packers, Edge Rushers, Preston Brown, and Rashawn Gary, both over a quarter of a sack. Brown's number, excuse me, Brown's number is at plus 154, and Gary's number is at plus 165. And, you know, I know – uh, betting on sacks is something that's relatively new. So if you're new to this, first of all, it's just an exhilarating sweat because it could be literally at any play. I mean, whether it's the first play or the last play. And the best thing about this is you could literally cash both of these bets on the same time on the same play. Let's say Gary and Brown meet in the backfield, party in the backfield, and they both collide with Prescott and they each get half a sack. Boom. You just cashed two plus 150 and above tickets in one play. So I love giving those out, man. That, that's a great, great, Great little uh, edge there. All right. We're, we're, going to, we're going to the offensive side again. Uh, so I will go ahead and double it up just like Gary did. So I'm going to go one at a time here. So we're going to go Steelers running back Na Najee Harris, a hundred plus receiving or excuse me, rushing yards at plus 450 as they head up to Buffalo there. Another game where we're likely going to have some weather. Uh, I even saw something today that there's a potential that the game could get moved to Cleveland because the weather may be so bad that Western New York's in a state of emergency. Now, I don't know how much I believe that. It was given out by a Steelers radio, uh, who's obviously some homers there. So we will see. But either way, it's going to be a situation where there's cold weather up in the northeast there. Uh, so you have a Bills defense that's very beat up. 
So they lost uh, three starters for that defense in the game Sunday night against the Dolphins to clinch that division. Shout out to the Bills for that. Cashing my plus 265 Bills to win the AFC East. I put a couple weeks ago was telling you all about. But um, so again, they lost their linebacker Tyrell Dotson, who has filled in very well for Matt Milano, young player there. They lost Rasul Douglas and Taylor Rapp. Now, these guys have not been ruled out, but as of Thursday, none of them have practiced. So they've had two straight games of did not practice. That's not to say they could practice tomorrow and potentially figure it out, but they're at the very bare minimum limited, if not completely out. And the Steelers, really, you got to look at their season in the quarterback that's currently at the helm. You know, these past three weeks, it's been Mason Rudolph's show. Shout out to Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. He has put the team on his back, and it's really not just him. It is the game plan. They have had a strong commitment to the run. And in fact, Najee Harris has had 100-plus yards in two straight games because they've given him so many carries. You can run on this Bills defense, especially with those guys out. So give me Najee Harris at 100-plus rushing yards at a plus 450. You can cash plus 450 for him to just do exactly what he's done in the past two weeks. Love that there. And then we're going to follow that up with Rams wide receiver Demarcus Robinson to go 80-plus receiving yards at plus 500. So we're setting the scene here. We got Matty Stafford returning home to Detroit. It's in a dome, so we don't have to worry about weather. And you know Matt Stafford has a chip on his shoulder in front of those fans that he played for for so many years. He's also got a great matchup. Lions secondary is the clear weakness of that team. Their offense can score some points. They're good against the run. They can get some pressure. But that secondary is shaky at best. They're giving up 250 yards a game. Now, if you're the Lions defensive coordinator, who are you thinking about? You're thinking about Puka Nakua. You're thinking about Cooper Cup. You're doing everything you can to stop them. Meanwhile, Demarcus Robinson has excelled these past couple games. He has supplanted himself as the clear wide receiver three above Tutu Atwell, and he has been able to hit this number in his past two games. He's been getting more and more targets. He's been getting some looks around the red zone, and he's been a real big deep play threat. So he went, again, over 80 yards these past two games. So all he has to do is do the same thing he's done in the past two weeks against arguably a worse defense than he's played, and we're cashing a 5-1 to one ticket. I love both of these plays here. So, again, that's Rams wide receiver Demarcus Robinson, 80-plus receiving yards at plus 500. All right, Gary, round us out with our defensive prop here. Well, let's stick with Steelers. Old veteran. I think this guy is actually like 34, 34 and a half years old. Cameron Hayward, man, since he's came off the IR earlier in the season where I think he missed like five, six, maybe seven games. He's been killer. He was actually really killing it at first, but he's mellowed out a little bit, but he's still a well above par player and greater player at the moment. Um, and even without TJ Watt, um, I still think that Alex – Highsmith is plenty talented enough to help get enough pressure. Oh yeah, uh, I think you'll see them, him and Hayward, you know, side by side a lot on that on that weak side. And considering that the fact that uh, the same kind of above par graded players, Christian Wilkinson and Zach Saylor last week, between the two of them, they had a sack and a half. I know that Josh Allen has not been like super sacked, and he don't allow a lot off the edge. But here's an example of how much they do of production they do allow on the inside of the interior defensive line. And that is the fact that, well, other than the Chargers in the last three weeks before Miami got a sack and a half on the inside, uh, the Chargers were the only ones that didn't record a sack. But they actually had a couple of guys that got a couple of tackles for loss and had huge production. And that's kind of a subpar interior defensive line to begin with that's to produce. So I can see where it held them off. But 
I don't know if you've heard of defensive tackle uh, Dietrich Weiss, Dietrich yep. Weiss, or Dallas's Monty Smith. All right. So the weeks around on, on the one, the two of the other weeks, both of those guys got a sack, and both of them are well under par grade guys this year. They've been struggling. I think no. Motsi might be a rookie. Yeah, Motsi is a rookie from Michigan there. Yeah, no, like you said, they're, they're susceptible. And as good as Josh Allen is, he makes almost just as much boneheaded plays. I mean, that play where Wilkins, you know, got that sack, he also got the strip fumble where he essentially just took the ball mm-hmm. away from Josh Allen because he ran right into him. So I love not only a weak interior offensive line, you also have offensive tackle Dion, uh, Dion Dawkins not practicing right now. Um, so they maybe have to shake some things up. You know, I love Cam Hayward getting a sack here. Uh, as you guys, if you can't tell, let's see, where's it at? I'm trying to figure out where I'm looking here. So I got a uh, terrible towel hanging behind me. Quick story about Cam Hayward. Super nice dude. Uh, spent a good amount of time in Pittsburgh. Uh, married into a Steelers fandom there. Uh, so uh, Cam Hayward is yeah. a really cool dude. We had an opportunity to do a fundraising thing, and he was one of the only players on the team to donate. Uh, I think he donated a signed football, uh, you know, something that we were doing with nice. our school there. So super nice dude. I'm going to be rooting for this bet more ways than one, not just with the wallet. Uh, so I love Cam Hayward to step up in place of an uh, absent TJ Watt on that line there. All and right. That was, and that was at plus 270. 272, almost a three to one for him to get a sack there. I love it. Uh, Josh Allen has just got to do Josh Allen dumb things and run right into him. All right. <laughs> the last prop we're giving out, and then we're moving on to our juicy, juicy parlay. So stick around, folks. Uh, we have Tampa Bay Bucks wide receiver Trey Palmer, 60 plus receiving yards at plus 650 versus the Eagles. Now, we have a situation where this Eagles secondary has been awful. And that might be an understatement. That is probably a disgrace to the word awful. Uh, not only have they just been terrible, uh, one of the worst defenses in the league these past couple weeks, getting diced up by Tyrod Taylor, Tommy DeVito, you know, Kyler Murray, but they're also beat up. They just lost Sidney Brown for the year with an ACL tear. Reed Blankenship, the other safety, is not practicing at this time with a groin injury. Uh, you have a situation where they may get Darius Slay back, but we're looking at the wide receiver three here. He's not only been more involved each week, but he's getting more looks. So he's getting five-plus targets in the last three weeks, and really this is a defense that you can get the big play on. So I like him to get loose here. You've got a situation where the secondary is beat up and the linebackers are beat up. So you got your safeties and your linebackers. Those are the guys who primarily cover that wide receiver three. So I love the situation where he's going up against a beat-up team, a bad team, and he's getting more and more production. I think the Buccaneers are going to have to have some success through the air in order to hang around this game. So give me Trey Palmer at 60-plus receiving yards at a juicy plus 650 versus the Philadelphia Eagles there. All right, a very quick recap of all of our bets so far. We've given out five defensive and five offensive winners for you to get the playoffs started right. We're going to go ahead with we've got Texans linebacker Blake Cashman over four and a half solo tackles at plus 105. We've got Chiefs cornerback Trent McTuffie over one and a half assisted tackles at plus 154. Packers edge rusher Preston Bound over quarter of a sack at plus 154. Packers edge rusher Rashawn Gary over quarter of a sack at plus 165. And Steelers defensive tackle Cam Hayward over a quarter of a sack at plus 270. And a quick recap of the offense. We've got Browns running back Kareem Hunt Anytime touchdown, plus 155. Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb, 120-plus receiving yards, plus 175. Steelers running back, Najee Harris, 100-plus rushing yards, plus 450. Rams wide receiver, Demarcus Robinson, 80-plus receiving yards at 5-1. to And finally, 
Bucks wide receiver three, Trey Palmer, 60 plus receiving yards at plus 650. All right, folks, we've given out a ton of winners already, and good for you. We're not done. We've got next up my DGen any touch time touchdown parlay. Now, hit a couple of these in the past, you know, six, seven weeks here 56 to one, 48 to one. I've got one even higher that I absolutely love this week. Obviously, this is a situation where all of these are essentially 50 to 1 and over. So it's a situation where take some change from the counts. Throw a little chump change on it and potentially have a nice big payday. Another way you can play this is, let's say you trust me a little bit, you can round robin these guys. So when you're hitting two, even 2 out of 4 or 3 out of 4 because they're all plus money, you're winning money. Or if you just want to keep it simple and we got 4 dies to just hit the end zone for a 96 to 1. We've got Browns tight end, David Njuku. Steelers running back, Najee Harris. Cowboys wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. And Rams wide receiver, Demarcus Robinson. You got a situation where Njoku, all three of these guys actually, have scored a touchdown in at least three out of their last four games. This is hitting at at least a 75% rate each one of these guys have scored. I talked about how much I like the Browns this week. I think Njoku can get loose. Again, Flacco and him have a great connection. Najee Harris, I don't know why his price is so off. I do not think the Bills shut out the Steelers. I think they have some success on the ground. Najee has been great on the ground. I like him to score. Brandon Cooks, we got C.D. Lamb's going to get us the yards, and Brandon Cooks is a guy they've been finding in the red zone when everyone's trying to key in on C.D. Lamb. And Demarcus Robinson, I've talked about him. Not only is he getting more involved, but he is one of Stafford's favorite targets in these past four weeks along the red zone. All those guys to touch the end zone, and we're coming home with a 96 to 1. So... Nice. How about that, folks? 96 to 1, and we're not done. This is the part of the show where we go ahead and combine forces. We gave you our five offenses. We gave you our five defenses. The dark side, the light side. We're coming together for one final underdog parlay. All right, Gary, you're leading us off. What's our first play? Oh, man, I wanted this guy on DraftKings. They had him for like four and a half uh, solos in this contest at uh, like plus 120 or something around that range. Uh, might have been a little bit higher. It lasted about an hour and then went to the negatives. But lucky for me, I was able to find it here on underdogs. So let's go with the Chiefs, Justin Reed, higher than four solo tackles. This guy has had a hell of a season. I mean, he has overperformed, overachieved. Any rankings that I remember seeing you know, prior to the season, he, he's done really well for himself, and especially since the bye week. Um, he, he's averaging somewhere around that seven, six, seven range of solos to begin with. And uh, since the buy, week 10 bye, um, the, he didn't actually play this last game against the Chargers or wasn't a need to. So he's well rested. Um, the last time that these guys actually played he, against the Dolphins, he actually didn't record a lot. I'm not really concerned about that. Could have been scheming. I didn't even bother to look to see if it was injury-related because it was right before a bye. He's came out, and he's been just as strong as what he was before. So I, have, I don't have any problem thinking that Justin Reed could get higher than four solo tackles in this, where he's probably going to come out of it with about eight and a half to nine. <laughs> Easy. Not yeah, solos, man. combined tackles. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And like we said, that's going to be a dirty weather game there. Safety's going to have to be playing down in the box. Love him to pick gotcha. up some tackles there. All right, uh, that starts us off. And the next leg of the parlay is going to be Mr. Joe Flacco. 
Yes, blast from the past. Joe Flacco has been absolutely on fire coming out of the retirement home and just dicing up NFL defenses. In his last four games, he's thrown for over 300 yards, and they're still hanging his number at just 268 and a half. One of those four games included against this Texans defense that he just played against. I like for him to have just as much success, if not more. I think he easily pops over this number there, especially again. The entire Texans starting defensive line is questionable and has not practiced much at all. They're not 100%. It's going to be difficult if he has a lot of time back there to dice up that defense. Give me Flacco higher than 268 and a half passing yards. All right, what is our third leg here? Uh, I have to go with probably my highest confidence. It just happens to be that plus 270 up there in DraftKings, and that's going to be Steelers Cameron Award getting higher than a half a sack. I think he's going to get a whole sack. I think Mike Tomlin is a brilliant defensive schemer at times, and I think the way that he's going to probably use Roberts and having him rush up through the middle to help out with the with the lack of Watt, I think it's going to help actually free up uh, Hayward, and Hayward's going to get that sack. That's that's no if answer buts about that one for me. I love it. I love it. If you're that confident, I love the double dip there, man. All right, the last leg of the parlay here. We've got Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco higher than 65 and a half rushing yards. Now to start off, last time they played, he had 66. That would have got us there, right? And now we're in a situation where that game was played in Germany, I believe, in a dome, if not a dome, in much better weather than we're gonna see. I think it's cold. It is very cold out there. They're saying negative 30 in Kansas City. That means it's time for real men football. It's going to be a lot of ground and pound. It's going to be a lot of it running up the middle. He could see 25 carries in this game. So I love for him to pop over, even by volume. But the Dolphins, let's remember, Bradley Chubb, out for the year. Jalen Phillips, out for the year. Andrew Van Ginkle, out for the year. You have Jerome Baker, out for the year. All on that front seven. It's going to be very hard for those guys to go ahead and stop this rushing attack. I love Isaiah Pacheco here. Give me the higher than 65 and a half and put them all together. And that is a juicy 22 and a half X here. Again, you got chief safety, Justin Reed, higher than four solo tackles. Browns quarterback, Joe Flacco, higher than 268 and a half passing yards. Steelers defensive lineman, Cam Hayward, higher than a half a sack. And Chiefs running back, Isaiah Pacheco, higher than 65 and a half rushing yards for a beautiful 22 and a half to one parlay for you all over on underdog fantasy folks. We've given out plus 155 plus 165 plus 596 to one. We're giving you out all these winners out of the kindness of your heart. And all we ask is for a simple like and subscribe. Go ahead and like and subscribe over here on IDP, guys. Giving out winners all the time. We talk offense. We talk defense. We talk special teams. Whatever we need, whatever we can cash on. Join us here on the IDP Guys family. And for that, Gary, you got anything for the people before we head on out? Oh, yeah. Wait. Dave and Axton are debuting together to, uh, on the second edition just tomorrow. So be watching for them Saturday morning along with me and Johnny the Greek doing the IDP pros Um uh, players pod again where he's going to be doing team pick them and we're going to discuss the games a little bit i wasn't lying to you folks we're giving out winners over here we got much more to come so go ahead and stick around like and subscribe playoffs playoffs yes the nfl playoffs are here and we are making some money from the dirty and idp underdogs we are out of here
Thank you for watching this IDP guys video. If you like this content and you want more fantasy football content, click here. If you enjoyed this video and you want to see more videos to help you master your IDP league, click here to subscribe.